0: what up everyone happy friday happy fellowship friday happy new podcast episode friday yeah i'm hype you hype we're all hype just to bring you up to date with what's going on as we mentioned last week we're taking not a break we're not taking a break we're still delivering the content that we do every week and have done for the past three years man what am i on today we are taking a moment away from the main party to find out more about Alpha's Goblin Clan. If you remember, this is a clan that Alpha, I wouldn't say founded, but come across and became their pseudo leader on uh, in episodes 26, 27, 28 and 29. So it happened about a year ago. So if you wanted a kind of refresh your memory, those are the episodes to hit. We're just taking some time with this clan to find out more about them. And I promise you hijinks, I promise you laughs, and I promise you fun. We have some guest speakers, some returning guest speakers, and a very, very questionable Australian accent by a character's name who will probably end up getting a sued. So it's just normal standard fellowship stuff. I hope you enjoy everything that's to come. I certainly did. Big love to you all. Take care of yourselves. On with the programme.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop, Bellum Draconis. We are a live play 5e d podcast set in the magical homebrew world of Erith in the kingdom of Guard. My name is Mark and I am a warm dungeon master. And also with us for this special goblin adventure one-shot extraordinaire, we have returning yet again for the third time, Casey, who plays the goblin, gob, gob, go, gobby, gobboy. Gobboy! <laughs> gobboy!
2: Did you say goblin adventure, by the way?
1: Probably, yeah. I'm it's, it's up for Goblin. <laughs> oh, I got well Goblin on the weekend. I <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't know what that is.
2: It's good to I be want back. I
1: though. Good to see you. I mean, good to see you obviously on here, but also good to good to hear your vocal. Callum, who plays the Goblin Musk. You've been Goblin. We've got James, who <laughs> plays the Goblin Doric. Looking a little green around the gills. Mm. Uh, we've got Darren, who plays the Goblin Bluey. day, Gobbo. And we have, oh, for the no. first time... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're not, are you really? I might do. I just might oh. now I've done it. <laughs> my oh, God. And finally, for the first time ever, joining us for the very first time ever, we've got Sarah, who plays the Goblin Grona.
3: Hello. Is
1: good it Grona or... Grona, Grona,
3: Grona, Grona, Grona. Okay, good, good. Oh, Grona, thought, you know. as the case may be, because she might be a wee bit Scottish. <gasps> oh, if yeah. I can keep it up, yeah. So, awesome. so many
1: national accents. Uh, uh, <laughs> it makes no geographical sense for us to have all these accents, but who the fuck cares? We're having yeah, some fun. fun. So you might realise, uh, listener, that we're not um, following our usual crew. We've got some different voices in. Lovely to have every now and then. Um, we are experiencing life of the Alpha Clan. Uh, we are scanning over across the horizon of Sleetguard towards uh, the, the warren of the goblins and following them on a little adventure to, uh, well, to get. Get some other voices out there and have a little feel, not feel, not feeling anything. Uh, have a little look at what's been happening over there. Um, as you remember from the last couple of weeks episodes, um, the party are intending to go back to see the goblins at some point to take their money or steal their money or do something with the money anyway. And I thought we'd introduce a few different characters, different voices, and a little one shot adventure in the process. We'll take a couple of episodes. Won't be anything as long as the uh, Sleep Guardian adventure we had. It will just be a little condensed, maybe two, three week uh, jaunt through a manor a rather haunted manner, I might say, uh, before returning back to the rest of the party. So if you're not interested in a one-shot, tough. <laughs> that's what you got this week. <laughs> you're going to get uh, one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be a lot of fun. I uh, expect some death. I expect a lot of death and um, some cobwebs. That's Hopefully what
4: Hopefully not ours, right? Yeah, you know, mm. you know you're not trying to kill poor goblins.
1: I've I got a reputation to goblins. keep up now. Well, so don't I am, kill my goblins. That's good. So- I like my goblins. Oh, yeah, they're your goblins. Oh, they're not your goblins, because you are one of them this time. So, <clears throat> I've taken a leaf out of the book of a favorite, favorite game of mine from my childhood, Dungeon Keeper, for our starting opening. <clears throat> so I hope any of you listeners or any of you players that have ever played it can, can get that sense of it. And I'll just introduce it, and we'll introduce the characters one at a time through, and then we'll get straight into it, and we'll just see what the fuck happens. <sighs> ah, Hesslethorpe Manor. A delightful abode nestled deep in the rolling hills of the once affluent mid sleetguard kingdom, town of Ferrisan. Since its construction, many inhabitants have taken hold of this marvellous establishment, given its strategic location and boastful acreage. But that was once upon a time. Dark were the days during the blight. Owners sold on the property to less and less well-meaning folk, and slowly Hesslethorpe Manor fell into disrepair. It was by chance that the raving band that would become the Runk Claw Clan happened upon the remains of this homiest of homes and made camp. Gobblethorn, Mad Eye, Firecrank, a captain in the ranks of the clan, took it upon himself to bring the mansion and the land surrounding it into the fold of the Runk Claw Clan. And for many a month after the fall of the Blight, the clan prospered. Looting and pillaging, killing and maiming. Ah, Life was good. Death was cheap and food was in abundance. But since the fall of their once all-powerful leader, and the emergence of their new leader, known as Alpha, Tin Pot Tosser, behind his back, some of the outlying properties, once held in high regard by the clan, have fallen. Heselfort Manor amongst them. Scouts report of a shadow that walks here and there in the manor. Lights flicker, and the very building itself seems to shift and move in the midnight shadows. None dare enter. None. Till tonight, Mad Eye paces back and forth in the long and unkempt grass of the long walled entrance to the manor. Weeds and thorns have entwined themselves around the once brave and poignant archway. He spits. His <laughs> one good eye rolls in his skull. The other eye seems to have been lost in a rather bad scrap some time ago. He scratches his jet white hair and mutters incomprehensibly under his breath. He turns quickly and punches a nearby thorn bush. Now, teach ya! He continues to pace. He sighs and pulls out a note, one of the many he made and hand delivered to the very best the Alpha Clan has to offer. The bravest, the strongest, the smartest, the most agile and mentally dexterous of all the tribe. The creme de la creme de la creme of all sleep guardian goblin culture. None of them responded, so he drafted in his mates instead. He scans over the note. Be here at Moon's Rise. Bring your sharpies and your pointies. Don't forget your grub because we got time to spend here. Meet me at the Stony Arch in front of the place. Don't be late, you bastards! Mad I. <clears throat> he looks up. The waning moon peers from behind a thicket. He harumphs and then hears a cough. A small figure stumbles through the impassable thorns darren
5: who do we see um what you see is a goblin a goblin with shaved back hair that you can see just sits beneath this uh, almost like um stetson hat he has a thick mustache he's uh His ears are smaller than you would normally expect from a goblin and are slightly elven-like, though his features are unmistakably goblin. He is, interestingly, a shade of blue, as a shade of blue as one of the wild Hartian goblins from the other side of Erith. He wears studded leather armour, which appears to cover the majority of his body with golden and bronzed inclined belt packs keeping the armour in place. There are some knee pads for... uh, getting down on knees and crawling and climbing into spaces where perhaps you wouldn't necessarily be able to go. This person seems to have something of a dungeoneer about him. At his side, on one side is a sheaf, which seems to contain a rapier. And on the other side, there is a quiver, which contains a series of short bow arrows. And across his back, as you can probably guess, is a short bow. He takes in the surroundings and just... Uh, and then calls out just to himself, "Anyone there, mate? I, 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 I'm here about the... Uh, I'm here about the, the shindig."
2: Who
6: the
1: fuck's eh? uh,
5: here? Call me Bluey on account of the fact that I'm blue. How you doing?
1: <laughs> I can't see you because it's dark, you bastard. Oh,
5: you can't see in the dark. That's it, that's it, that's it. That's a rough one for you, mate. I'll come a bit closer. Hold on a You're sec. You're just
2: in the thicket again. It's in I'm, I'm moving. I'm
5: moving. Ho- hold your angels. Yeah, you I know. am moving. Right. right. Come forwards.
1: Oh, Bluey. You're a new one, isn't you?
5: I'm the new one, mate. I've come from the other side of the world. All for yeah. a slice of adventure.
1: Right. Why you got a voice with a thing in your mouth, eh? Oh,
5: the voice. The voice, mate. Mm. That's just how we talk over in the part of Wild Heart where I'm from, mate. I can't help that. You're you're kind of wrong. What, coming from somewhere else? No,
1: just (laughs)
5: Just the voice. (laughs) Just the voice, mate. You're not a fan?
1: Apparently not.
5: No. (laughs) No, no.
1: Take it seriously, Mark. Get it together.
5: Uh, I, I can I can try and do something else with it if, you, if that that's a problem. Like like, no try talk
1: a bit like you. If you'd rather that, mate, I can
5: have a go at that, mate. Not a problem, mate. I find that highly offensive. All right, mate. Well, I, well, you're the one who came in here insulting me, <laughs> insulting the the tones that come out of my mouth. So so maybe it's not, not should... a good start. It's not no, a good start. No, it's not, mate. And I, 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 I look, mate. I'm here because apparently you lot seem to worship some kind of metal man. Now that sounds fucking great. I want to, I want to see a man made of metal. So uh, I'm in for that, mate. But I'm, I'm I, I've been asked here, mate. You, you know me as Bluey. I've, I, I'm good at getting into places like that. And I reckon, uh, I reckon, I reckon I can help you out. So I can.
1: What? Are we need more than just two of us to get in there? If I have it my way. And his eye rolls again in his skull. Yep, yep, yep And he pulls it back, back down so he looks like towards you, Bluey. I'm not the best anymore at the fighting, past my time. And uh, I'd rather not go in there, so hopefully more of you lot will turn up. Hey, did you see that? And he looks up towards the manor, Heselfort Manor, for a second, and in the bottom left of the window of this dishevelled and disarmed, now second story of the building, you see a, a light, a candlelight flicker on and off really, really quickly for a second.
0: Did you, did you see that?
5: Apparently, I did see that. I, I, I don't know what the fuck that's all about. What do you think that's, is going on there? It's one of them. Fuck, you don't think they know we're here, do you? No.
1: I think it's a room full of necromancers.
5: What, you mean the likes who like to bring the old uh, dearly departed back and, 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 and get them to do the business? No, just the dead ones.
1: <laughs> I, I d- don't d- think...
5: I think you and I are thinking of, of, of different things here, mate, and I think we should... uh With the
1: yeah. big pointy ones, yeah.
5: Quite but anyway, answers. mate, that ain't that far away. Maybe we should just be a bit quiet, like, until until we're, like, not just two of us. What do you reckon?
1: What are you talking about? You're already. I am being quiet. You're
5: not being quiet, mate. You have what we call that there—the outside voice. You want to be practicing your inside voice, mate. Just bringing well, that. But we thing. are out.
1: We are outside. No, we're
5: outside, mate. Now you're doing the voice outside voice. I know, different... mate. Oh fuck, shit. Yeah, I am. Right, when you get in there, don't do your
1: outside voice. It's got to be your inside voice because the inside voice for you inside the outside voice. You, you understand? You get the point. What's that noise? Let's get someone else in so it's not just me talking. There's a crack. And two figures fall out of the trees above you. Ah. One lands jauntily on the side of uh, Mad-Eye's shoulder. Ah, cunt! And he falls over, excuse me. And um, the other thuds right in the middle between Bluey and Mad-Eye. And we see Casey and Callum. Would you like to one at a time dust yourselves off and introduce who we have? Casey, uh, you're probably one that's fallen like kind of half on mad eye. He kind of half catches you and then drops oh, you on the ground. Oh, I'm,
2: sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he's just oh, try, trying me. trying to trying to get round and fall himself off. And I'm oh, yeah, sorry. I, I fell out of the tree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know that you, you fell on you fell on us
2: on me, my shoulder's hurt now. Sorry, I'm, I'm, what, I'm, a, I'm a big boy. Up. Yeah, 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 let's
5: get you up. You're and he gets up there. and he starts
2: dusting himself off. Now, this, this goblin is small. He's about four foot, but he's really quite stocky and he's there's a bit of timber to him. Um, he's got straw black hair, really messy, um, a dirty face. He's got one ear that's, that sticks out quite... Uh, profoundly through his hair and the other ear is not really seen and that's because he doesn't have one it's been ripped off um he's got a big bulbous nose he's got deep set black eyes um he's got a rather big mouth Um, and is, when he stands up, his hands are always on his tummy. Um, he's got a, a green tartan scarf around his neck that's quite thin and straggly and looks like it's just been picked up off a corpse somewhere that he's found. Um, he's got scale mail on some black leathery shoes and some green scraggy type cloth sort of shorts. Um, and yeah, he's dusting himself off. This, this goblin hasn't, hasn't washed in Maybe months, maybe even longer than that.
1: God, Uh, you smell great.
2: Yeah, no, I thought I did. I didn't didn't wash in a while. Are
1: you here for the thing?
2: Yeah, I was invited, but I didn't know where to go.
1: So you climbed up a tree?
2: Yeah, I was With this bastard. Yeah, we we saw a pigeon, didn't we?
1: Pigeon? What does that? What does that mean? Pigeons?
2: P- yeah, pigeons. You the th- th- things. No. No, they just. I think they're like living underground. The
5: a long. Is, is it a fish? A pigeon? I think. I, I think they're fish.
2: I don't know. They have some Pitchy. sort of like hair on them, a bit like my head.
5: Fucking hell, hairy fish up in a tree! I'd climb to see one of those, mate. That's 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 something.
2: Yeah. All right, right. Darwin's yeah.
5: turning in his grave. Who's this other one you got why, why here? What are you talking, uh, yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm sorry, so... I'm lost on all. It's just insane. I love Sam, it. Will you say something? You'll look and you'll see, um, surprisingly, another goblin that is actually still just kind of on the floor, face first. Um, first thing you'll notice, he's got a sword that's like massively oversized for him. It looks like a great sword that's kind of been broken in half. So, it's not quite bigger than him. It's about the same size. Um, But you can see like runic symbols etched on it. He kind of slowly stumbles up and loses his balance just a slight bit as he gets up and pushes himself down, looks around. As you look at him, you see kind of chainmail with almost patchwork uh, leather just covering it as well. He's got wild, frizzy hair, wild, frizzy beard as well um, but in a very very high intense red colour, he is very very muscular at this stage as well, even for a goblin You know, he, veins are popping uh, on his arms and what not, mostly likely from trying to use this actually really oversized weapon uh, of his, and he just looks at everybody
7: it was a tasty nobody if, moves. it was a tasty in the tree Nobody
2: it was a tasty move. in the tree, that's right.
5: Shh, I think he's dead. I think this might be some of the necromancy that's that's, that's been going on and I'm a bit worried that he No,
2: we saw it. it, we saw it. Look, I'm sorry we fell on your shoulders and on the floor.
5: Sorry, Floor. No, you're not the problem. I, I, I'm worried that the big one might be dead and that's why he took a while to get up. How do we know that you haven't been brought back through like the the, the necromancy stuff?
2: Well, because, look, know. if I punch him in the face, he says, ow, look. Yeah, do that, do just... that.
5: Bang. Oh! See? Right, yes, story checks out, story checks out. That's <laughs> Good. What's a necromincer? They're, within, they're in there, mate. We're going to go in there and uh, deal with them. But they essentially bring the dead back to life and make them fighters.
2: us. Sorry, oh. we, didn't, we didn't catch your name, though.
5: Oh, I'm, I'm Bluey. Hello, mate. I always like making new friends. Hi, I'm Bluey.
7: I'm blue.
5: Don't see many blue goblins in this part of the world, so I I fall like there. You're blue. I am blue. That's that's me. Ah, crikey! You get it now. That's why. That's why I call me Bluey.
2: So we got Bluey, and we got Musk, and we got Gobboy, and we got your name, Madman.
1: Uh, Close enough, Mad Eye.
2: Oh, that's the one.
7: You do have a bit of a Mad Eye. Don't
1: point. It's rude.
7: Oh, yeah, I reckon sorry.
5: I reckon that's like a goblin thing you know like, like, like I, I I people people start calling me bluey because I'm blue and he's got a mad eye so they, they call him <laughs> mad eye and what does a musk
2: I, mean
5: well i I think it might be because you got a bit of a musk then mate I don't I didn't want to say anything but yeah it's a bit it's a bit bit bit, bit uh, pungent
7: people just always called me musk oh, oh you're called musk I'm musk
2: oh God boy. <laughs> Oh, I That's thought musk,
7: cause you were because you smell
5: quite funny. Uh, but so what? So, so that, hold on. What's your to so your musk and your go boy? boy doesn't yeah.
7: smell funny.
2: God boy smells like go boy.
7: Musk smells
1: of musk. Anyway, body odors aside, let's have a look out for anyone else because this is. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we, we could
5: assume we could do this all day, right? Shut up, Bluey.
1: <laughs> are you already? The <laughs> quicker I can leave, the better. Look. Down the road. Someone coming. I don't think it's one of us. Quickly, get your weapons out, boys. And uh, and people, get your weapons out. Get ready. Get, draw your swords. Get your, get your daggers out. Get ready. I've got a hand axe. Have you got I'm it out? Short, well, that, 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 Come out. Yeah, I've got, yeah, I've got, I've got Who are you? Tell, tell us your name or we'll stab you in the gut.
5: I'll twat. shoot, which will be more useful and productive at this range. Shut up.
2: Who <laughs> is it, it?
1: And through the looming dark of the trees that surround Heslethorpe Manor a figure steps out tottering at first pauses when it hears the voice then steps forward through the thicket of trees into the morn into the morning into the into the deep moonlight of the waning moon was it waning or waxing waning moon and we see Sarah who do we who do we see standing there
3: Hello it's me Grona. I thought Ew. you invited me. Didn't he shoot me, like? Uh, no,
1: no. Oh yes, I did. Like to invite her. Yes, she's supposed to be here. She is the one that's supposed to be here.
3: Yes. I right, see. I told you. Yep, 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 and yep, yep. Uh, you see a goblin. Uh, she is not blue. She is green. Uh, she has hair, dark hair, up in two little pigtail buns. Uh, she's wearing leathers on her uh, legs and on her top. She's wearing a white shirt with a uh, leather vest. Uh, she has a dagger on her hip. And on her back, she has a very large sack full of, you you don't know what, but it's making quite a large clanking noise as she walks along. Seems to be quite full of some number of trinkets or something like that. And uh, she is wearing around her neck a large, glowing red uh, gem on a chain.
1: Whoa. I like that. It's a shiny, that thing you got. I was just about
2: the... to say, she
1: got you a, like nice a shiny. shiny. We do. And I you put my bow down, my arm's starting to hurt. Yeah, yeah, put it down, put it down.
3: I right. put it down. I didn't want to get my eye out like
1: him. This is up. I asked you to be here. Hello. Actually, I asked you to what? be here. We've got, if I get him right, we've got uh, Bluey, who's the blue one. We've got Godboy, who's a good boy. We've we got uh, <laughs> Musk, who's the uh, who's the other one. And that's that's everyone.
3: I think that's... Ooh. Nice to meet you all.
5: That is quite a gem you got round
7: your neck there. Me like
3: shiny. It's a a family heirloom. I like family. Family means important to me. I like
7: heirlooms.
3: Aye, family and heirlooms, they're both both great.
1: So, and uh, Mad-Eye rubs his hands together. Now that I've got you all here, let's tell you what it is we are going to be getting on with. And then very politely almost you hear it ah, ah, from behind and without realizing it you turn around and realize that there has been yet another goblin sat on a rock probably for the entire time this has taken place <laughs> since the very beginning <laughs> has been james well not james actually a goblin played by james and who do we who do we see james who i imagine for, for, for fun has just been sat there the entire time
6: Well, it's probably a surprise to everyone and the listeners, but there is a goblin sat upon the stone. (laughs) He's definitely one of the older goblins, a long-time member of the clan, an awful incident happened when he was younger, dropped on his head a few times, actually. Some people think it might have been an accident, not entirely sure. It's given him some really unusual goblin qualities. He loves to read, recite poetry, speak eloquently... And uh, he's just been sat there, eyeing over, over his compadres with a, a seems to be a book with a number of different library writings and notes taken in it as he looks from left to right. Yes, I do believe as long as everybody is finished with this introduction, I'd like to make my own, if that's okay. Yep, yep, be, be more, be more guest. Yep, 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 yep. He steps up, uh, straightens out what appears to be a long red tunic. Again, being one of the older ones, his face is wrinkled, his ears are probably the longest a goblin can have. He has a ball patch.
2: Was that an instrument in your bag? (laughs) Did you... Was that something playing?
6: An instrument? Yes, you
2: look like you played any instruments.
6: Any instruments, young lady.
2: I'm a a boy, I'm a (laughs) (laughs) gobboy.
6: Oh, I do apologise. Uh, To say sometimes easy to forget. On the instrument. No, I am quite eloquently robust with many different ways of the musical variety. I know how to play the lute, the lyre. Uh, Some of these unusual instruments, I do believe, is called a teppered mea. You've probably heard of a few of these yourselves, of course.
2: I've never heard of a teppered ma.
7: He's got a stringy. A sh- yes, you got a stringy.
2: Yes, Stingling ling, <laughs> ling,
7: ling, Ling But I'm dank <laughs> what, is,
5: what is happening? So then, yeah, please continue. Yes. Well, well you are blue. Oh, uh, yeah, mate. I, I, I'm not. I'm not from around here. I'm from the oh, other. Course side of course, you world. must
6: be from some of our goblin cousins and ancestors from across the sea.
5: Uh, I've course, heard sea about of it you, you, from... you name it, mate. Yeah, wild heart, other side of the world, mate. Absolutely.
6: I've read all about you. I find some of the writings of uh, G. Bob Lloyd to be quite
5: interesting. Oh, G. Bob Lloyd? Yeah, he's a cracker. (laughs) We like him. Who's G. Bob Lloyd?
6: Who's G? You know what? I think it's important that we don't get too distracted. I am Doric. A few of you might know me from around the clan's head. And I will be joining you, my fine compadres, on this epic adventure. I very much look forward to writing a song about it.
2: Oh,
3: aye. i think I've seen you around. Like, do you play in the the like around the campfire sometimes? You play wee songs to entertain folk.
6: Oh, Yes. Oh, thank you very much for paying attention. Oh,
3: uh, see, normally when you're there, I didn't go to the campfire. Like, just uh, tend to stay away.
7: Ah, I see. That's how it's going to be then. I did wonder where that noise came from.
2: I thought it was my tummy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your tummy does make a lot of noises. Yes. Well, now I think we've got everyone here that are one, a two, a three, a three, a three. A... Yep, that's as many as I sent my letters out. Now, your admission—whether you choose to accept it or not—you goes in them doors. You kill any griblies. You... <coughs> <laughs> you kill any Gwibbly Zoo in there, any loot you bring back for the Alpha Clan. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Simple, simple. If you bring back the corpses of your friends, that's great. If you don't, that's fine. Any questions? Hands up, please.
5: I have a question. Can, can I ask? Blue one! one? Yeah, mate, I, I, I'm, I'm curious. What, what have we got to do to get in front of that uh, metal man who, who – who, 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 uh, who, um, the, the, this Alpha fella. What Did you, to you do? say Metal Man? I'll have oh, I mate. Know- he's a, they're, 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 uh, they're boss. So. He, have he's you like a walking know- Metal Man.
6: He is the leader of our epic group. He is the great master of our clan. He is Alpha.
1: <sighs>
6: have you seen him? Seen him? I was there the day when he claimed control, grasped it from our weak and feeble leader, and took... What should be rightfully the strongest of our goblin gear and turned it into something greater than it, what it was.
1: Oh, I bet that was good. It was I, a good uh,
5: fight. Oh, I'd like to have seen that
1: one, mate. He once patted me on the head. He and a tear falls from Mad Eye's oh. Yes, it was the greatest day of my life.
2: It's what okay. Is, is it? And God he boy pushes puts his arms around you.
1: You're, you're very
4: strong. Talk, almost talk like through the, the pain. Um, talk through the pain. What is was like you the panda from Kung Fu Panda 3. I was going to, oh, hug. <laughs> and then I'm just going to go join the big hug.
2: <laughs> no, too many. I like it.
7: I like oh. hug.
2: Oh, we should let I go. We should let go.
1: No, oh, oh. oh. <sighs> right. In answer to your question, Bluey, don't know. Probably do the things like what I just said. Go in there, kill them, Gribblies. <laughs> Look, we really asphyxiated. Is there anything I can do to help? No, nope, just it's very difficult to keep his voice up without my larynx burning. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know DM what like,
2: my 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 godpa said to um have a pipe if you have a sore throat?
1: Right, I'll, I'll bear that in mind. Thank you,
3: oh, good boy. A a. that always helps me, I find.
1: My, that's more like it. Having some grog down mid chops. <laughs> so, don't know about that, go go, do the f- border talking to you, I'm fucking leaving. Bye. Oh, and he's right. going to spit on the ground oh, and walk off in the dark, grumbling to himself straight through the thicket of branches. And, and just disappears <laughs> into, the, into the moonlight, into the mist, leaving the five of you alone outside Heslethorpe Manor. What would you like to do?
4: I'd like to point out, Musk probably starts to follow him a little bit and then realises no one else is going. Said, "Oh, wrong way!" And then goes back <laughs> to the group.
5: <laughs> what are All we right, doing? So, so he mostly swore at most of you, but before before you like got here, he told me we have to go in there and deal with some necromancers. That 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 seems to be the general plan.
2: They're the okay. dead ones, aren't they? They're the ones. Yeah. Well, what if do they're we dead, do? then
5: this should be easy.
2: That's true.
5: Yeah, but they're dead and they're walking. Like it's a I don't understand it.
2: They're the walking mindfuck. dead.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nasty stuff.
2: So when you die, you walk.
5: Oh, that's how I'm led to understand how necromancy works. That's, that's how they know it. it's they have done it. It's,
2: Are they sure. baddies? I'm
5: afraid so. But anyway, I reckon this uh Alpha, I reckon we'd be we'd please the clan leader if we if we did that. That's why we're here. Oh no doubt.
2: Okay We we please the madman.
5: Metal
7: man, he's not mad, apparently.
2: No, well, the madman mad. with the eye. We oh, please him.
7: him. Yeah and him. Yes. we help madman. Yes. And that helps Metal Man. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's yes. go.
3: So, so lots of folk. Also great.
4: Exactly. Yes. I couldn't agree more. Come, my fellow goblin kin, there is glory to be had. Just while that little speech from um, Dork. Dork, Dork, was happening, um, I think Musk would have already started walking anyway. Yeah,
5: are we going to do this quite? Oh, apparently not. We're just going to okay, <laughs> fine.
4: I'm, I'm not even rushing. This is just like a casual stroll up to where, obviously, like he, he can see a door or something. Just up to this house. He's not even looking for the door. He's just heading in the general direction at the moment. Looking.
7: Da-da-da-da. <laughs> do you think uh, so
3: he's you guys... got a plan or is he is he just does he just do that? Wander oh, off.
7: I don't, I don't, he
3: does his own,
2: own thing,
6: thing, yeah. So, so. yeah. Uh, uh, uh and Doric's gonna sort of follow in this race. Uh Musk, Musk calls it. Hello! I do hope that, you know, I am very much a part of like thorough aggression with these sort of things, but well, I do hope you
7: have a plan. Um we we take down the necro thingies and we make metal man happy. I thought that was the plan. Well, yes, uh, you. Well, have... then there you go. <laughs> I do believe it's a
6: case you have the basis down, but where do we I... start with this? At the door. <laughs> well, it's got is... a
3: point, you know. The door might. <laughs> well, to be honest, maybe no. Maybe we shouldn't go in the door.
5: Oh, How do we get oh, in okay. if not through I'm the door? This. this is fascinating. Let me get my notepad oh, out of course. Occam's this? razor. You know, oh, the Occam's simplest razor, solution is, is normally
6: the correct one.
5: Interesting.
2: I'm Who's Razor?
6: Who's Occam?
3: Going
2: Can I hold your hand? <laughs> uh, what for? I feel a bit scared.
3: Awesome. Can
2: you not hold Musk's hand like?
5: like? Oh, my God. you No, look, no you remind
2: me of Godma. <laughs>
5: Osmar, does that does that mean you oh, have like goodness. a, a paternal like thing with like you get like a grandparent or something?
2: Gobma
3: Gobma
5: I have
2: gobpa and I have gobma and I am godboy.
5: Oh interesting. <laughs> I thought it was all tribal, but you lot seem to have like a, a um uh, like a like a family and oh sorry
4: Of course <laughs> our goblin families go back generations, you know. Just as this conversation is going off, Musk is still walking towards the door at this stage. I'm just pointing that out. For the moment, he hasn't noticed. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: As you kind of start making your way, kind of the, 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 the pathway leads up what used to be, obviously, a lovely, luscious, um, garden-filled entrance it has now been uh, overtaken by weeds and thickets and b- bushes that have uh, grown over time, over disrepair, and over um, lack of maintenance. And The path is slightly rugged, uh, slightly filled with weeds and moss on the floor, but there's a clear, distinct path that winds slightly to the right and then to the left, like a meandering river, up to the grand and once opulent entrance of the heselthorpe Manor. There's five stone steps before the entrance, and then you see it—the two-story building looms large in front of you. Most of its roof seems covered again in in in, in uh, moss and grass and other small flowers that seem to have grown on top of it, giving it almost an elven-esque feel to its kind of natural environment, yet something evil pervades the air around it as uh, Musk continues to plod towards the entrance.
4: Just as Musk is going up, all these like little weeds and everything else that's around, he's going to kind of just stop every now and then, just kind of grab a bundle and gnaw on them, Um, kind of gives it a bit of a sniff, and then chews it a little bit as well, just as he's going up.
2: Is that food?
7: If it is, it's not very good.
2: I was (laughs) going to say, you didn't share it.
7: Here you go. Thank
2: you. I just offer
4: a handful of weeds.
2: And he starts chewing on them like cows. (laughs) I just say I, I will have
3: offered my hands to hold as well, kind of like in a very long-suffering way. So I guess you're, you're holding my hand in one hand and just stuffing weeds in your mouth. <laughs> I've you, got a lovely Grona. image of you
4: stuffing weeds in Groner's mouth as well. I just
3: oh, no, yeah, thank you. Like you. <laughs> uh, I ate before I came, so uh, I'm good. Thanks. Okay. But uh, I this this doorway looks a wee bit. Uh, Grand. I feel like maybe if we just go barging in the door, there might be folk waiting for us. Like, do so. you think
7: we should knock instead of barge? No,
3: no, the opposite of that. We shouldn't. <laughs> we shouldn't make it obvious we're here.
7: What's the opposite of knock?
3: <laughs> be- being quiet.
7: That doesn't sound right. Well,
3: mm. probably being quiet might be a wee bit of a stretch for you, like. Maybe.
2: What about if we stand to one side and then you be the quiet ones and then we come in with our axes and afterwards we kill them all?
7: I don't have an axe. Is that still okay?
2: Whatever you've got, Musk. Thank you. Is that a good plan?
7: Yes, yes, I do believe this
6: is the start of a great plan. We shall be the... Well done. Yay! Yes, yes. Welcome, uh, go, go, boy. Ah, uh, yes, we, us, free in the blue and the rogue and the hel- heroic bard. We shall be the vanguard. Enter through the door. Make sure that the front is clear, and then you too,
4: our muscle, will come in and deal the killing blow.
7: So you go in first.
4: Yes. Okay, and I'm just going to grab him by the kind of scruff of the neck and just lurch him towards (laughs) the front of the door.
1: As in what you're tossing, as in throwing? I'm not throwing
4: him towards it. He's behind me, so I just kind of grabbed him and moved him to place him in front of the door so he can do whatever he wants to actually do.
6: Musk, I am not amused.
7: (laughs) I didn't make a joke.
6: Oh, goodness heavens.
7: I don't know any jokes. I never remember them. Uh, during all of
5: this, um, Bluey is still at the back as he was doing, and muttering to himself, just taking notes down. A sense of humour not apparent, and it, oh, this is absolutely fascinating stuff. Um, <laughs> what is hey, happening? this one can write. Oh shit! Yeah, sorry. Um, and you, Bluey's still on the back of the path. He's going to come up. Sorry, I, I wasn't. I, I was. I was just fascinated by what you were all doing. What, what, what's the? What,
7: what's the plan here? Um, he's going in. All right. <laughs> okay. That's
3: as, that's as far as we got with a plan. Like,
5: oh, well, I, I'm quite good the... at like getting this through doors and stuff. I can do stuff quite quietly. Like, I'm I'm quite nifty with stuff like that. If you want my help, you want
7: to go in first. Uh,
4: okay, know. and then. Whoa, 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 Just watch reply. the
5: hat. Watch the hat. I'm. I'm going to start into, to approach him
4: very, very like quickly. Nope, and... nope, 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 nope. You, you can try and stop it if you want to, but I am going to go again and kind of just grab you by the scruff of your neck and I'm going to start dragging you towards the front of the door.
5: As soon as I see you going for the neck, he'll, he'll just, okay, yeah, fine. Just just keep, keep, keep back, keep back. What's the hat? What's the hat? It's a very expensive hat from a very, very important friend.
7: Just Come on. here we go. We just got to put
6: him Louie. right
7: next
6: to... Musk, we really should talk about the concept of consent to you at some point.
1: Okay. <laughs> so at the moment, we've got very, very close to the front door, almost a couple They're of inches away from the front door. Up against it. Yeah. We've got Bluey and we've got uh, Doric. Yes, who are right there next to it, with Musk stood just behind, and behind, still holding hands and I imagine still eating weeds, we've got Godboy <laughs> and a very um, uncomfortable looking Groner stood, probably with a slightly furrowed brow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this just painting a picture of what I imagine the scene yeah. to currently look like.
4: <laughs> uh, right, yeah.
1: Right, Amazing. Louis, I believe
6: you told us just then that you have a resounding talent in picking locks.
5: Yeah, to, to that effect, but um, okay, first thing we want to do is make sure that this door ain't, ain't, ain't trapped. So we want to just have a quick like uh, assess of the situation. And he'll just put his hands to the door and start feeling around the lock. Just a to, just to sense, if there's any sense that this could be booby-trapped. Do you want to give me a booby-trap roll then, please? I don't know what a booby-trap roll is. <laughs> I think it's probably some kind it's of common sense thing, isn't it? Investigation, sure. Yeah.
1: It's a nine. It's the first roll of the evening as well. A nine. Thank you very much, You place your ear against the door. Your fingertips touch the edge of this now slightly damp, wooden, hard oak door. And you knock and hear, very quietly, I mean, to hear if there's any kind of areas or pressure points within the door. You're almost certain there's absolutely nothing wrong with it.
5: (laughs) Right, next thing I'll do is I'll
1: try the handle to see if it gives. Uh, First thing it does is let out a resounding squeak as you twist it a little bit and then kind of almost grind against the metal and rust within the lock. <laughs> the door handle does seem to turn.
5: All right, this is going to make a lot of noise anyway, so I reckon say to you, big fella.
7: Give me me. Or me.
5: I'll either, really. I don't really care which.
7: <laughs> it, I'm
2: uh, still eating weed, so what about you then, Musk?
7: I can do this. Okay. What do you want me to do? I just hit it really hard, make it. I'd
2: go with your head if I was you.
4: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fair wait, enough. Wait,
3: wait, wait. If we abandoned the plan <laughs> so early?
4: <laughs> You've got to interrupt have me on it is, to, Because at the moment, what Musk what is. is like backing his head up. He is ready to just <laughs> headbutt the door. Have,
3: have we tried just opening the door? Like, why does he need to use his his head?
4: Like it's quite I mean, heavy. No
7: one's ever told me to use, use my heavy. head before.
2: I just did.
7: That was a first. <laughs> it's an audible on the plan. So am I uh, open it with my head or my hand?
4: i may- Maybe
3: try your hand first just to see if it'll work.
4: So, yeah, I'm just going to take it probably good for a good few seconds. Musk is just going to Stare at his hand just in silence <laughs> and then just kind of put it on the door and yeah, just gonna kind of push it open.
1: With Bluey holding the handle twisted, the door doesn't push.
7: My hand it doesn't, doesn't work.
5: No. It be locked. Oh, well, hold on, I can do a thing for that
7: and I'll stop going for uh, my did power. Did you
3: not know unlock it, Bluey? I thought that was kind of the point of well, what I you were doing there, Yeah, I thought um, I uh,
7: did, but clearly I did. I thought you chose the lock. what you were
5: doing? Yeah, but hold on, hold on. I'll I'll try not. I think you just
3: turned the handle and and it turned, so you thought that was good enough, like.
5: (laughs) I I, I did make that mistake, it appears. just a bit out of practice, but anyway, I'll try picking the lock. I
1: choose that lock.
2: No, he doesn't mean choose uh, in that
1: manner. Oh, Sorry. All right, Bluey, and as you go down uh, to, well, not really down, really, it's kind of at eye level pretty much to uh, to lock pick the door. You realize that the door is not locked. You don't have to give me a roll. It's not locked.
5: Uh, I'm going to try and pretend that it is locked and unlock it anyway. If I'm <laughs> that. Could you give <laughs> I me just a performance? Hold on here. Yep, i just hold on here as I just try and figure that out. Oh, it's got a, it there, just make sure that that works. Oh, it's actually quite good. It's 19.
3: Yeah. I was going to okay. say, like, I am quite skilled at taking locks also. Can I try and tell if I can see, like, see that he is faking
1: it? Sure, because, yeah, like you said, you'd be looking for the same kind of skills and styles, or maybe he's doing something I don't know to get some more ideas. Um, if you give me a perception check, we can we can check how well you had eyes on him and see actually if he is doing anything. Um, okay. That won't, um, will that be against performance? That seems a bit high. Yeah, go. we'll go with that.
3: Uh, well, I only got a nine, so... I think it, he did great.
1: It, yeah, it looked all above <laughs> board. Looked fine. It looked like a bog standard. Maybe a little sloppy. He talked a lot during it, which that's going to be. Yeah, honest, I would have been doing a lot maybe. of talking just to
5: try and just to try and distract you yeah. from the fact that. And then, and then if I could see you looking, I would do that thing like in an exam where you think someone's looking, where I just position my body to stop you seeing <laughs> what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everything else seems about seems above board for you, Grinner. Well, um, good
3: effort yeah,
1: so- there, Glu-y. Looks looks good. Oh, you've, you've thanks.
5: I yeah, I'm a bit of an expert. So it's open
3: now then, aye?
5: I, I, I hope so. Uh, do, you, do you want to try it again there, big fella? Are you Are you still eating weeds there, other big fella?
2: Yeah, I think I'll finish now.
5: Oh, <laughs> do you want to give it a go? Let's let's spread the teamwork.
2: Sure. And Godboy is just going to drop Grona's hand and run full pelt into the door. <laughs>
1: Um this I'm gonna go let's go straight. A lot of people in front of the door. No, let's go athletics. Let's go athletics. And can everyone else make a Dex saving throw, please?
4: This is going to go (sighs) horrifically.
1: Right, we'll go. What the
2: fuck are you doing? Hold on a minute. Oh no. Okay. Uh athletics 16.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um, cool. And uh Blueby, what did you get for your decks? Nineteen. Cool. Um Grona? Eighteen. Lovely, thank you very much. Musk. Uh, fourteen. Cool. And Doric? Uh nineteen. Oh for God's sake, you'll roll well. Good. Get your yeah. good rolls out the way now. Okay, so you just see this... Against the door. <laughs> <laughs> Not even goblin- against the door, against another goblin. Sorry, yeah. This goblin starts just charging up, like head lower down. He, you know, I'm thinking kind of forehead to door first. Um, and everyone just manages to ah, scatter just at the last minute as he can. As he runs up these steps and then just runs and just full pelt, chest and head, uh, straight into this door. This large, resounding thump, echoes through the inside. You can hear it kind of always echo in the forest behind you a little bit. A layer of dust rises from the door. Dust rises from Goboy as well. And the door seems to just shake and shudder for a second. And then everything is silent. Even the birds you thought you heard in the distance have fallen silent. And suddenly the door... just drops down in front of you. These double doors fall poof, off their hinges in front. There was a 15 for the, for the strength, Casey, so you did pretty well nice. to do that. Um, and just fell poof, down in front of you. And in front of you is the entrance, the hallway, to Hasslethorpe Manor.
2: Oof, well, I, think, I think I scraped my knee.
7: The head <laughs> was better. I should listen to you more often. Oh, goodness heavens. Are you all right?
2: Well, I think so we'll check and Gobbley's just like pulling up his shorts to check his knee but all is fine I, I can't I, see anything
6: well I'm very glad on that matter but
2: what about your head oh he's made of tough stuff <laughs>
6: <laughs> truly fascinating
1: fascinating And goodbye from your position at the front as the others kind of peer in around into the darkness, you notice it isn't actually that dark. You notice a long hallway, a quite grand hallway once upon a time with paved slabs of stone covered in a layer of thick dust. You notice halfway through this long hallway, a series of pieces of furniture, a long decayed chair, uh, a, a kind of cabinet that might've been used to house clothing of some description, broken assortment of items that seem to have been pillaged one time or another all the way up. But strangely, there are candles lit in this space. No one lives here, yet there are candles. There's one candle just off to the right. There's one candle to the left. And at the far end of the room, as you gaze down deeper into the room, as your eyes adjust to the light that you weren't expecting, you notice a large brazier that sits under a slightly dilapidated staircase leading up the stairs. To your right, at about halfway through this long, maybe about 30 or 40 foot grand hallway, you notice a door that is swung wide open to your right. Aside from that, the only other possible movement from the space is up the stairs to the second story or to the door on your right. There is a hushed silence in the air, a sense of Pressure in the space and muted anticipation hangs over the group. Godboy at the front. Doric, Grona, Bluey and Musk behind. What would you like to do?
7: Hello! Oh, Jesus! Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Oh, oh. Yay, I was, about,
3: I was about to say there goes the element of surprise just with the door, but then you're just shouting. Was I like, not meant it... to shout, Godboy? <laughs>
2: Sorry, Coffee. I mean Gruner.
3: I just think maybe if there's baddies in here, we shouldn't be announcing ourselves so readily. Mm. Hello.
2: <laughs> oh, oh,
1: no. <laughs> there's no I, response, boy, to your call.
2: I don't think anyone's in.
1: I, I'm going
5: to be honest and say, Grona, you seem to be the one who has the best ideas for what we should do here.
3: Yeah. What, 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 what's next? Well... What? What Are we supposed to be like? looting the place or, or
2: killing everyone?
3: Or killing bulls? everyone,
5: I think. Uh, what bit bite, I really. thought
2: we were getting shinies as well.
5: Oh, We can do that, but yeah, we have to clear this out for the Alpha Clan. Right. For
7: Alpha Clan!
2: Alpha Clan!
7: <laughs> oh, good heavens. <laughs> <laughs> for the Metal Man!
2: The Metal Man!
7: Well,
6: I suppose we better take a step inside then.
4: Yay! And Musk is probably just going to kind of take out his half-broken greatsword and just kind of almost almost happily waddle in like a child into a candy store
7: going, yay! Oh,
4: my, 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 mask, mask,
6: mask, mask. As Doric just like puts a hand on his chest and just like, I do believe we should still, and with some merit, go along with Grona's idea, the element of surprise. I
2: love
7: like surprises. surprises. Uh, yeah. Yay! Surprises. Uh, no, no, Not
6: that kind of surprise. This isn't like a birthday party or anything like that. Oh, I wanted cake. Look, I promise you, in one of my books, a very old recipe book, there is a delicious recipe for, I believe they call it the Victoria Sponge. I don't know who Victoria is, but I will make it for you if you just promise to be a little more silent. Okay.
7: Musk, are you familiar with the idea of an inside voice? Um is that a voice that I use on the inside of the house? Yes, yes. And I'll picture this is your home. Hmm. This is my home. It could be. I You're... live here
2: Must you, you have a nice house.
7: Thank you. Yes, You're sir. welcome to stay.
2: Thank you.
7: I I
6: don't know I did I, I need a moment. And Doric is just going to open one of his poetry books and just like bury his face in for a second.
1: Just as you do that, Doric, uh, as you pull out your book, you notice down on the ground, underneath where one of the candles is lit, you notice a perfectly clean leather-bound book that sits asconce to the asconce to the wall, asconce to the wall, diagonally on the wall, like a domino, just like a little bit on the wall, like leaning on it slightly, it's a slant pointing one. in your direction, slanted. I don't know. Anyway. It's like that, and that's the way it is. And um, you notice this book leant slightly against the wall. It seems odd, given that there's no dust on it. Just saying, that's there under the candle, very well lit, just FYI.
6: Do I uh, notice it straight away as I look down?
1: Yeah, as you pull out your poetry book to look at it, you notice it just out the corner of your eye, um, this book that seems to be set. Hmm, huh.
6: how curious. Doric will actually go down to pick it up.
1: You'll pick it up? Yes. Okay. It's a normal book (laughs) for now. Um, It's a normal book. I know my propensity for books doing things, but no, this is fine. Um, It seems to be some sort of old diary. There's nothing on the cover. The pages, despite the cover being quite well-preserved, the pages are yellowed and stale, many of which seem to fall out as dust as you lift the book up. Yet one entry remains. The most recent, you can say, given that its uh, position in the book is quite late. It reads a worrying scrawl from what must have been one of the previous owners of Hazel Manor. It reads, and whether or not you read this out loud, it's your call, but I'm going to read it out to you all because I wrote it.
6: He a hundred percent reads (laughs) this out. It's in his blood and he he does it in such a exuberant way. So hopefully we'll do it in the same. I will try.
1: (laughs) The weight of foreboding rests upon my heart as I pen these words. My spirit burdened by the oppressive shadow that now pervades the halls of Heslethorpe Manor. Once a bastion of light and grace, its grandeur now lies lost to ages, consumed by an encroaching darkness. I feel its presence, an ancient malevolence that haunts these sacred grounds, devouring all joy and hope. Whispers of a bygone day echo through the stillness carried on ethereal breezes as if the stones bear witness to the fading memories of this forsaken place the time-worn floorboards groan beneath my footsteps murmuring tales of decay and despair each creaking protestation adds another layer to the shroud of gloom that envelops my soul the mirrors upstairs once polished to a radiant sheen now stand as veiled portals reflecting a distorted reality. In their tarnished surfaces, I catch glimpses of a twisted figure, his visage warped and contorted, as if they mock my futile attempts to escape this wretched abode. The distorted reflections sear into my mind, etching scars upon my sanity. Time itself seems to slow. The very fabric of existence holds its breath. I cannot get out. I cannot leave. Never... Shall I feel the wind on my face again? Nightfall brings no respite For it is then that the whispers grow louder Their haunting chorus reverberating through the empty corridors They speak a forgotten lore And a lament Amidst the flickering candlelight I seek solace Its feeble glow offering a respite But not for long Not for long does it keep the darkness at bay It cannot dispel the pervasive sense of unease that clings to my every thought. With each step I take through this house of shadows, I venture further into the depths of my own abyss. I feel empty. I feel lost. That's the end of the last entry you can read from that book. Oh, what
7: a woeful tale. I don't like that story.
6: No, on this Musk, I agree. It's tragic and dark.
3: It doesn't he sound good, like.
6: Terrible things this... have happened here.
2: Do you think that was the mad eye man that we saw?
6: Uh, no, no, I, I do believe he has nothing to do with this particular fable.
7: They should have put a dragon in there. I like stories with dragons. <laughs>
3: I mean, it, it's slightly worrying, the whole decay and despair, devouring joy and hope. Said he couldn't leave, couldn't get out. Yes. Doesn't he sound good?
7: Do you no, think there's no happy ending.
3: Is he still in here? Well, if he couldn't escape, then maybe. He <sighs> I'm more worried about us. What if we can't leave now?
5: Well, well, I'm, literally I'm just, just going to try and the, walk back out. Yeah, yeah, the door's still open, and I'm going to do the same.
1: <laughs> yeah, you managed to pass the threshold of the of the door without effort, without effort. It's absolutely fine. Nothing stops oh. you hopping both sides.
3: Oh, um, i
5: fine. Then. Yeah, we're all good. We're all good.
6: <laughs> but I dare say that we may run into such dark magic the further we head into this abode.
2: Well, we have sharp things that can destroy magic like that, can't we?
7: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's your house, so you can show us around, Mask.
7: Uh this is the hallway.
2: Okay.
7: Um sorry about the door. I haven't been able to get it fixed.
2: <laughs>
7: <laughs> I've only oh. recently moved in.
1: I got the snort. I got the snort. Oh, my gosh. So, um, Noske, are you actively kind of looking around at things to describe at this point, or are you?
4: Kind of, um, I'm just kind of peeking into doors a little bit, um, apologising for the mess uh, and all this kind of stuff. Um, could
1: you but- could you roll a perception check while you do that, please?
4: Uh, I absolutely can do. Uh, my perception check is horrific at a twelve.
1: Okay. Um, everything is as I previously described it. Nothing, nothing seems out of place. Um, yeah. Um, uh, did you say you're peeking your head into doors?
4: There was like uh, an open area just over to the right um, of the entranceway that actually had a door open, didn't there? So I'll probably start on the left, uh, work my way round a bit and say, there's the staircase at the back there. Um, I'm not entirely sure if I can get up that way. And then he's going to just poke his head into that room just so he knows what to
1: describe. Okay. Um, So the staircase in front of you, uh, there's a couple of missing slats, but it pretty much seems just a dusty old staircase. It's totally usable, despite my uh, attempt on Don alchemy to make an an old looking staircase. The aesthetic isn't quite right there. Uh, Yet it is a staircase that is, for all intents and purposes, looks absolutely fine. And then as you Musk dip your head into the doorway It's just about 20 feet up and to the right. And a couple of things happen at the same time. Firstly, you notice this room does have a candle lit in the far side of it. It's a much larger room, even more decay. And this must've been some kind of dining room at some point. And just as you're about to describe that, you hear this scuttling sound and suddenly you just feel pain as A large white spider has just taken a bite at you because it was stood the other side of the door waiting. (laughs) Yep. Uh, That's going to be six points of uh, piercing damage that you take there. I'm just going to clear up the space so you can see what we've got on the other side of that doorway. Uh, It's a very large room filled with a number of detritus turned over tables, switch uh, tables flipped over, um, dust everywhere, spiderwebs growing in all these corners. Yet again, candles lit on the far to the north, a candle lit, which is about probably 35 feet away, and a candle lit on the far wall, which is about 35 feet away. Again, it's quite a large, long room, the same length as the hallway you walked into must be some kind of, of, of dining room or or um, room to, to house people at some point when they, when they once visited the manor. You've taken that damage. We're going to have to go on to initiative because that is not the only spider in the room. As you as you stumble back, you realise there are four of these spiders, these white spiders in the space.
4: Just as Musk actually gets bit, there's probably going to be a slight hesitation from Voko. He's going to react immediately to the pain, but then a couple of seconds go by. Oh, bad spider. <laughs> and then you're going to turn back to everybody and say, this is the spider room. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And on that, before we jump into combat, that's what we're going to leave with for this week's episode Aww. of the Goblin Adventures at Heselfort Manor. Just met Woo. up with some uh, of our first combatants within the space of the manor. Um, wow, I didn't know introductions and walking to a, into a room <laughs> take could up take an entire an episode. But it was gold. It was all that's gold. D&D Thank you very much, guys. So you got to love it. Lovely to meet all your goblin I love fuckers. all these goblins. <laughs> we'll, um, I these goblins. I am proud
4: to week. have them as part of the Alpha Clan.
1: I hope they all die.
3: Some of them die, and I'm not going to say which ones. Absolutely,
1: that's quite Sarah. <laughs> not all of them, maybe just some of them. Maybe just some of them. Yeah, join us next week to see what happens um, and how the spider fight goes down. We've just got Musk blocking the doorway with them all, so maybe you're going to take them all out. Goblin, our oh, goblin. Man, oh, I mean, that
2: was an amazing episode. Thanks. That was really fun. Um, well done,
1: everyone. So and welcome back, Casey.
2: Yay!
1: Thanks. And welcome, oh, Sarah, for the first welcome time ever. Sarah. And welcome, to We ride. Yeah. And, and welcome really back, fun. James.
5: Oh,
4: thank you. And welcome, oh, James.
1: And Darren, we see you all the time, so.
4: Yeah, Karen, <laughs> <right>? yeah me <laughs> and Darren, we're not guys. important enough. Yeah, it's fine. No, no oh, problem. Far from it.
1: But if you wanted to keep... I'm, I'm trying to do that segue thing that Ian does when he segues us Ooh, to the segue. Yeah. Do you want to do the segue thing? Now I've ruined the segue. Do you want to segue? No, you start from
4: ruining the segue. You may as well finish ruining the segue.
1: Well, you know, if you want to ruin...
4: I've ruined the rest of this podcast If you want to ruin
1: Callum, you can <laughs> find him on Twitter and send send him ruinous messages of ruin upon the internet, if you so wish. Oh, no, you can find the Fellowship Table Talk all over the place. We're on the, we've got the website, got uh, Twitter. I'm not very really good at doing this bit. Facebook, other places, look us up. I don't know, I think. Maybe okay, yeah, we're, we're on Facebook. We're on send Twitter some at pigeons. Fellowship
4: Table. By all means, send us all the lovely messages. Um, like, share, it really all does help. We hope you enjoyed this first episode with the... Uh, all of our goblins, um, I, I, I don't know what to call it—collective of goblins, a catastrophe of goblins. Who the hell knows? <laughs> nice. Good um, but yes, you can follow me at the D20 Gamer. You can follow Darren uh, at Darren 6 My apologies, I didn't know he did all. Darren? I forgot all about the stuff. Um, you can follow one of our lovely regular player characters, James, at. I just can't believe that he didn't do the individually line. I, I didn't. I didn't. But you can still find me at Chappy Dice Roll. You can follow the wonderful returning Casey at
2: Unicorn Crit.
4: And Sarah, I don't know if you have a, a Twitter page set up for D D at all, but um, do you have I'm- one, or would you?
3: I do not. I'm afraid.
4: Okay, that's fine. Um, if you want to get in touch with Sarah, by all means, feel free to message any one of us, and we can pass the message on. But that is where you can follow us all individually. Or um, you can just, or
1: you can just let her, let her, let her alone and just let her play some D and D. Or you <laughs> could do that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's <laughs> just it's, send any barrage
5: of stuff you've got to Natural Twenty. Will he'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah, he will.
4: He will absolutely love it. Um, so thank you very much for listening, guys, and. Until well, next what time. What about the DM? Oh, my no, God. Hell, this is Callum. why you I don't do this. <laughs> this is why I don't do this. I took it over because Mark has enough kind of crap to do, but I'm still sh- crap at it anyway. You can follow our wonderful, diabolical, and glorious DM at.
1: You're going to be the first to die, Callum. You never know. At Hasteland <laughs> uh, hey, DM.
4: I, I I I can imagine well, I've already t- and the, the only one that took damage. And it now. Anyway, now until next time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Farewell. <laughs>